welcome back everyone i am neetu gupta your host for podcast reconnect with nature i'm so happy that you are here my purpose is to create a community with people having relaxed mind healthier bodies and peaceful soul i really hope that you are a subscriber now please rate and review as well today's episode is all about my most favorite topic kal bhojanam hmm that's a sanskrit word i'll break into two kal means appropriate time and bhojanam means eating our meals so kal bhojanam is intake of food every day at a scheduled time and not ab libitum means not eating as often as necessary or desired kal bhojanam is an extraordinary strategy as it keep one away from diseases like obesity diabetes and cardiovascular diseases hmm interesting right in this episode i'm going to introduce this concept to you and why it's important to follow we will dive deeper into the captivating scientific mechanisms and evidences on how it works on cellular level so stay tuned till the end The concept of eating at regular times was first described in Ayurvedic text. Those who don't know Ayurveda, it's one of the world's oldest medical system that rely on a natural and holistic approach to physical, mental and spiritual health. As it originated in India, it remains one of India's most traditional healthcare system till today. Ayurveda's greatest philosophy is prevention is better than cure. I absolutely love it. The reason I got so fascinated by this ancient science is because it provides wisdom on preventing any disease before even happening in the body. You know, I can talk endlessly on Ayurveda, but for now let's get back to our today's topic kalabhojanam, eating at scheduled times. and mindfully the charak sahita is among the most important ancient treatises of ayurveda which is believed to have arisen around 400 to 200 bce charak sahita was originally written in sanskrit and is most referenced text by ayurvedic students such as scholars teachers physicians and researchers you can find today's topic in chapter 25 Why do I find it so important to share? I myself used to believe that it's better to eat when I feel like or get time rather than eating like same time every day. I found it robotic. But this ancient knowledge blew my mind that if you stop feeding yourself irregularly and give your body enough time to repair and heal, that would do wonders to your body. In another words your body is at best when you have empty stomach this is the reasons why yogis tend to eat less and at long intervals to advance their practice of meditation okay so let me bring in some scientific evidences now to what i just said 
We all know that a transient rise in blood sugar after a meal indicates our metabolic health. Our body's response to what we eat and how much we eat represent the foundation for science to prevent and treat metabolic diseases like obesity, diabetes, which together affect close to a billion people worldwide. According to astonishing estimates released recently by the Lancet Medical Journal, more than 1.3 billion people worldwide will have diabetes at the half-century mark, up from 529 million in 2021. Diabetes, in simple words, is the loss of the body's ability to control blood sugar levels. A study published in 1997 by Andre J. Sheen at the University of Chicago revealed that a larger meal produces a larger spike in blood where a protein-rich meal produces a muted spike of blood sugar. Given the normal meal of equivalent caloric content. However, the timing of food consumption independent of total caloric intake and micronutrient has emerged as a critical factor in maintaining metabolic health. For instance, when healthier adults eat identical meals at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the postprandial glucose, the glucose, the blood sugar level, which is one to four hours after eating or drinking, was lowest after breakfast and highest after dinner, as if the dinner was twice the size of the breakfast. That's why Ayurveda has always talked about the importance of taking light dinner at night. In another study, when healthier adults are given a constant glucose infusion over the 24 hours, blood sugar rises at night and falls around morning. Indicate that in addition to what and how much we eat, when we eat determines the physiological response of our body which is closely linked to metabolic health. No wonder, this strategy also helps in weight loss. Effects of mealtime in 420 individuals participating in a 20-week weight loss treatment program found that people who ate their daily main meal at earlier times of the day showed a more rapid loss of body weight. One of the reasons of this outcome could be explained by the research study I just shared that glucose levels are much lower in the daytime compared to the night. So for people and listeners who have got some weight loss goals, try to eat light dinners and limit high caloric food for the daytime. A study published in Gastroenterology Journal suggests an interesting connection between gut health and weight loss. The gut breaks down the food that you eat and absorbs the nutrients and supports your body's functions. Research is showing us that our gut microbiome can affect our metabolism in every organ in our body. In a clinical trial performed on 80 male adults by Nanjing Medical University China found that gut microbial richness was significantly enhanced due to time-restricted feeding. Knowledge is emerging that metabolism is a function of many factors other than calories that are alter our nutrition, especially when and how we eat. The relationship of circadian rhythms, time-restricted feeding, and health span emphasizes that we should construct our day and plan the timings of our meal appropriately 
to impact positively our health. Modern science has talked about this concept well in the past few years in terms of time-restricted feeding. Time-restricted feeding typically means eating during an 8 to 12 hour daytime window and fast during the remaining 12 to 16 hours. For example, if you normally eat your first meal at 8 a.m., you should finish your last meal max by 8 p.m. Time-restricted eating is a dietary strategy that focuses on when you eat rather than what or how much you eat. Here, I want to make sure that although there are similarities between the time-restricted feeding and Kalbhojanam concept of Ayurveda, they are significantly different. Ayurveda is much more comprehensive. Allow me to explain. Ayurveda does not only talk about when to eat, but it also talks about what to eat and how much to eat. It talks about three important things. Hitashi, Mitashi and Kalbhuji. Hitashi in Ayurveda means eating wholesome diet. Mitashi means eating in measured quantity. This is also known as caloric, limited caloric intake. It is suggested that one should eat two-thirds of hunger and keep one-third of their stomach empty to facilitate digestion process. Also, a healthier adult should eat only two meals a day. Number third, Kalabhoji means eating at a particular time every day. Although time-restricted feeding is an emerging concept in modern science, eating at scheduled time has been practiced in Ayurveda for thousands of years to promote healthier lifespan. Eating light meals during the sunset around 6 to 7 pm would give more than 12 hours to our body to heal and rejuvenate. When we free our system from digestion's burden in the night, it does all the wonders, healings and repairing whenever it's needed and helps maintain circadian rhythm of our body which also helps ultimately to reduce our risk of developing diseases in the future as we age. Studies also suggest that providing good gap between evening and morning meals might reset and synchronize metabolic clocks found throughout human body. All the mammals, including us, humans, have genes that exhibit daily fluctuations in expression levels. For example, genes responsible for wakefulness, alertness are more expressed during the daytime and genes that are responsible for healing, sleeping are more expressed in the nighttime. Every cell in our body follows this 24-hour clock and maintain it with daily light, dark and feeding fasting cycles. They generate approximately 24-hour oscillations in the function of thousands of genes in our body. That's amazing. Fasting and not eating for more than 12 hours in the night helps maintain biological clock that may have got disturbed for various reasons including shift work, irregular sleep patterns, high stress, physical inactivity, obesity and frequent eating. Even in a study performed by Department of Medicine in California with 2,400 women with breast cancer cases related to fasting period of more than 13 hours resulted in lower risk of breast cancer prognosis compared to the subjects who fasted less than 13 hours. 
I would like to make this point very clear that diet is not the only factor relevant in metabolic risk. Many other factors, including physical inactivity, sedentary lifestyle, are important too to consider. In this episode, however, the focus is on meal timings as described by Carl Bojanam because among all the factors that confer good health, it is of prime significance. This clearly implies that assuming that one follows every guidance of Ayurveda to achieve good health but compromises or ignores just the Kal Bhujnam, sustainable health span may remain unachievable. Kal Bhujnam, therefore, is an indispensable component to confer Arogya, which means disease-free lifespan. So this is the end of our episode. I hope you loved this. We will be bringing more wisdom and techniques in the future. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review. It would make a huge help for other people in finding this podcast. Thank you so much.